It's another episode of Giant Size Man Things with Steve Garnett. That's me. And we got Aaron Kelly and Jamie Rouse. All right. Well, we just got back from the holidays. Did you guys have a good Christmas? I did. Did you? Yeah, it was pretty good. Are you curious to as to what I got? I don't know if you care. I, I, mean, know, I don't know I'm, if we I'm should Let's hear what you got. Let's hear what you got. I got a. Uh, you know, which I know Christmas isn't all about gifts. It's more about, you know, the family and the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But here's what I got for Christmas, and it was a short, you know, few few gifts. I got a, a white T-shirt, and I got, like, a blue sweater, and I, and I got a piece of ass. And all three of those were two sizes too big. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez. I thought you were serious, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, you know, I was sitting at uh, dinner uh, with my mom's side of the family on Christmas, and uh, Steve, Steve probably kind of knows most of this about me, but uh, I've always had this really strong connection with the uh, Cantina song from Star Wars. Like, I always play it, and every time I hear it, I like have to stop what I'm doing and start dancing. And I figured out why. On my during Christmas dinner, my mother told me that I was conceived to that song. So I think just since the beginning of my life, it's always been there. It's been in my blood. So I want you to think about that and picture this. So, so you're saying that your mom's kind of a wretched hive of scalability. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm mom? sorry, Aaron's mom that I've never met. I, <laughs> I apologize. Oh, jeez. So that's what we're, we're going with. <laughs> well, let's see. For, for Christmas, I got mostly gift cards. How about that? I prefer gift cards. I'm oh, apparently, uh, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of i am kind of hard to shop for because I pretty much just buy whatever the hell I want all the time. So. Yeah. Dude, my grandma sent me a grand. It blew my mind. Sweet. Well, I was so not expecting it that yeah. I actually opened the card and was like, cool, 100 bucks. And I had to take a second look at it and I was like, holy shit, a grand! <laughs> Damn. You I think was, that was a mistake? No. So you got that 20 bucks you owe me then? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, that's mostly what I got. I mean, I got you know my my little cousins bought me a knife, and and uh, you know my brother and sister in law bought me bought me some stuff. They bought me a, a Munchkin, you know Munchkin Legend, which is oh a, that that card, game, yeah, card game. I've heard that it's a sweet game. I've never played. It, it is, man. It's really fun. We'll have to play it. We'll is, sit down and play it sometime. It's All like right. Legend, the game, or is Legend like an expansion? Uh, it's it's like an expansion. Okay. Um, they have. Dozens of expansions for it. Some of them are based on comics. Like, have you ever heard of Axe Cop? I have. They made it like a television show that recently. Really? Yeah, it comes on Fox. Uh, but well, there's a there's a Munchkin Axe Cop. You know, oh, okay. It's like it's, it's like an entire expansion of Munchkin that's based on the Axe Cop comic. Interesting. Which, for those of you who don't know, is written by what a six or seven year old kid, and his brother <laughs> illustrates it. Is that real? Yeah. I did not know that. I think so. Wow, that's uh, insane. I'll have to look more into I mean, that. that's all that's all secondhand information. I've never actually read the comic, but I'm pretty sure that's the comic that I was told that about. So. Interesting. I'll we'll have to look into that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, they, they got me that and they got they got me this sweet uh, Star Wars placard that's it's one of the uh, it's a reproduction of one of the original uh, uh, lobby cards for for the original Star Wars movie. And it's one of the pieces of art you never see. 
it's 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 very cool. So they got me got me one of those, and uh, then you know, Dad threw me some cash, and it's mostly gift cards. And you know, I have an aunt that always buys me a really nice sweater, like kind of like this one that's over here in the seat. That's the one she got me last year. Nice. Uh, and then you know, there's always the from me to me gift, which we'll get to later because it's sitting here beside me on the floor. Mm-hmm. You know, I should have a from me to me gift too. I guess. Well, I mean, you know, you get yeah, gift cards. Well, Basically, it's a from me to me gift. Mine. Well, on Christmas Eve, I bought uh, Iron Fist 14 for Spirits of Sabretooth. So oh, that's, that's kind a of good a from one. me to me. And it was in the holiday season. My from yeah. me to me gift was I bought myself Edge of Spider Verse two, first appearance of Gwen Stacy yeah. as Spider Woman. Yeah. Uh, I bought myself uh, this old this like I don't know how old it is honestly, but it's this Psylocke one four issue miniseries that came out a while ago. I bought myself that and a couple sweet posters. I was I guess that was my front me to me. Cool, that's pretty cool. Well, since we're doing them now, we'll do mine. Okay. You guys have not seen this. You've seen the box though. Yeah. Can drag it in here, but right now Jimmy just lifted up a box that looks to be a replica of Thor's hammer. It is a replica of the of the comic hammer instead, awesome. of, instead of the movie. I, when I ordered the damn thing, I thought that it was a. I thought I thought that it was the movie hammer, but when it came, it was awesome. Oh, <laughs> that is sweet. Dude. Yeah, it actually. It's it's uh, we have we have for comparison here the one that the one that they sold at like Walmart and the one that I just bought, which was significantly more expensive. <laughs> and we'll we'll take pictures and let and let you guys compare them later on. But is that actually leather, or it's vinyl of some sort? It's it is a it is in fact a fabric wrapped handle. Yeah, <laughs> pick it up, man. It weighs a whole lot more than you would think. Wow, like it weighs quite a bit more than the other one. That's pretty. I am actually surprised that either of you can lift that hammer. I, what are you talking about, man? I'm worthy. Well, I can't. <laughs> I can't lift it up. And the hammer actually says, uh, "Whoever holds this hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor." And I am holding this. Does that mean you're a woman? <laughs> no. I guess now. Well, it could. Now. Jason, Darren, uh, Jason Aaron's mind. Maybe I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll post pictures of that on the website later so you guys can see it. It's, it's pretty cool. It's way cooler than I thought it was going to be. That's why I drug it all the way across two cities to bring it over here and, and take pictures of it. <laughs> Excuse me. Awesome. 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 Uh... The most hilarious thing that happened to me at Christmas was, like, a couple of years ago, I went down to my dad's house for Christmas, and my, like, I guess they would, you would consider them to be technically my step-grandparents, right? They, you know, they always, like, try to get me something, no big deal or anything, but they bought, the two years ago, they bought me this flashlight that had, like, a laser pointer built into so it, So it's right? a flashlight, not a flashlight. Not a flashlight, a flashlight. Completely different thing, man. Yeah. With a laser pointer built in. That Guess what they got me this year for Christmas? A flashlight with a laser pointer? The exact same <laughs> one. Did you leave it there when you left, when, when, they, when they got you the last one? No, I, I actually used, I ended up using it to, like, mess with my cat, because it has the laser pointer in it. Yeah. It's, like, the only thing I ever used it for. And just so happened, like, when I last moved... I lost it. So for the fact that they screwed up and bought me the same thing. I mean, did they get... It's hilarious, because it I actually was like, oh, sweet, I lost this. Like, yeah. awesome. Like, did they get, like, you and your, like, all your siblings the same gift? Or no, just, you? just me. Oh, man. I don't know what they got Dave, and they didn't get Ashley nothing. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, anyway. So, you know, I guess... It, 
I guess it's safe to say that they favor the boy children then. Yeah. Yeah. They do. <laughs> and they're hungry for the meat. <laughs> well, that was a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I have to take it there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I, uh, <coughs> oh my God, I can't stop coughing. Sorry. I watched... Uh, Ladies and gentlemen. I watched the interview. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was actually wanting season. to ask you about that. Um... And, you know, I'm not the best with comedy movies. I'm really not. I'm, I'm a very extremely dark-humored person, so like your most mainstream modern comedy, I'm not going to be the best on. You know, it's just one of those, you know, foul, vulgar comedies, which I don't mind stuff foul and vulgar. It's a good thing. Yeah, I'm Being still... with the two of us. I'm right. still up in the air. I mean, you know, it's been like a few days since I've watched it, and I don't think I enjoyed it as much as, you know, like with all the hype it had. Was it better um, than getting pepper sprinkled on your lips? Oh man, I don't know. Pepper on my lips is pretty good. Mm. Um, this like the scenes that involved blood were humorous, and I like those. Like there's a scene where there's multiple people that get fingers chewed off and ripped off. Kind of, I enjoyed it. Well, it's not multiple. It's people. It's two people. Uh, <laughs> that, that is multiple people. And there was a uh, Some KFC there was one quote that. that I laughed, and the quote was, "He is no god. He has a butthole." I laughed when when. The <laughs> said that. Is that to imply that gods do not have a name? <laughs> There's like an ongoing thing where uh, perhaps they don't defecate. I in the movie where Kim Jong Un. Oh, no. Okay, I'll, I won't spoil it for you. You want to spoil it for the listeners? Um, as far as like the the, 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 the spoiler warning. More recent comedies, I guess, involving Franco and and Seth Rogen. I did not like. I thought this is the end was a lot better movie. So. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I, I've i heard from a lot of other people that have watched the movie, that w- decided yeah. to watch the interview, that it that, that kind of sucked. Yeah. Now, the, the, the general consensus that, that I'm hearing from most people is that most of this has been a publicity That's stunt. what I was just going to say. Publicity stunt. I, I think like, it feels like a publicity stunt. They made a million dollars off of it in one, yeah, one day. day. Yeah, I mean, one come on. day. <laughs> it's like I, I don't really know but can North Korea really heck can they do anything really other than just make threats that they never follow through with I, I, I don't know I don't know I, I, I'm literally to say anything because if they can they're going to fly a plane into this house <laughs> <laughs> imagine that would be hilarious like, in, a, in a dark if, kind if, of if way if we just go black and y'all never hear it well we're not Broadcasting live, so you'll never hear it anyway. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you hear this, we're still good. Yes, that's what that means. But yeah, I feel like it was a big publicity stunt. This is, it just feels it feels it's it's the stench of a publicity stunt. Uh, agreed, agreed. I, I just and I was I was. I mean, the whole thing with they're like, oh, we're not going to release it anywhere. It's never coming out. And then like a day later, they're like, oh, we're releasing it on everything. On everything. Of course, you know. I mean, that was what I said when they said when they canceled it initially. It's like right. if I was Sony, I would, but I would have put it out for free. You know, yeah. it's like okay, if we're getting threatened over this, let's not make any money off of if it. If we were it's really like, getting threatened with it, and Sony were patriots, patriots, they would have put the movie out for free. Yeah. So maybe Sony is the one who did this. Maybe they're the terrorists. I, I don't well, know. Hey, who knows? Uh, you know, Aaron and I talked about it when they when they announced that they were going to release it, and I, I just kind of felt like I didn't really want to watch the movie because I felt like it was one of those movies where I was seeing everything that was funny in the movie in the trailer. You know, 
You know, and I hate that. It's like, you know, you go to see a movie and all the funny stuff that was in the trailer is the most funny stuff that was in the movie. It's like, well, paid to see that for no reason. Yeah. You know? And honestly, this is just me personally. I, I usually don't find, like, regardless of how screwed up some other culture is or some other country is, I usually don't find much humor in, like, you know, just totally attacking them regardless of how idiotic they may seem or whatever. Like, I wouldn't be into a movie about going and killing Osama Bin Laden. Like, regardless of anything, it's just not my thing. Like, I don't, I don't really find a whole lot of humor and stuff like that, personally. How'd you feel about Borat? <laughs> you know, I mean, there's some funny stuff in Borat, honestly. Yeah, I really liked it. I because, mean, I, I don't, I, honest to God, I expected to hate that. I don't, I don't, I've, I never, just, I've never liked Sasha Baron Cohen's humor, but I watched that movie, and I could not stop laughing. I think that I, the thing that sells me on those kind of movies is just, like, the the reactions to the people who don't know. Yeah, they don't realize they're like being Like Bad Grandpa, right? Yeah. I mean, like Bad Grandpa. Yeah, like Bad Grandpa, you know? That was a great one like that. Have you seen Bad Grandpa? Uh, bits and pieces. Oh, man. <laughs> that scene where they try to ship that kid yeah. in that box, it kills me every time. That was that was classic. I, honest to God, I was I really like I want to see that movie badly. I have I, but I I hate to sit down and watch a uh, I hate to sit down and watch a comedy by myself. I w- I wanted to see that movie after they you know the fir- the first clip that they released was him taking the kid into that that uh, uh, children's beauty pageant. Oh, that, that was great! Yeah. I could not stop laughing. That was so awesome. Anytime you want to watch it, I'll watch it with you. Okay, because so, it's it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's pretty funny. Uh, movie-wise, I actually went and saw The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies last week. And, as expected, it was great. My, I only had one small complaint about the movie, and if you go see it, it is definitely one to pay you the extra money to see in 3D. Okay. You know, That's I good went, to know, because I'm wanting to go see it. I haven't got them to go do it yet. I, I went and saw it in 2D. I, when I walked out, I wished I had gone and seen, gone and seen it in 3D. But, but there, were, you know, there were limited showings in 3D, right. so I just took whatever I could get. But my only complaint about it is, at the end of the last movie, you have Smaug flying towards Lake Town, talking about "I'm fire and I'm death," and then the movie ends. That's over, like within ten, the first ten minutes of the movie. You know, you expect it to be this huge deal, and it right. is. I mean, it is. It's it's what it was in the books. You know, it's a, it was. It well, was, maybe it's implying that from the end of the last movie all the way up is how much time it took to pass for the new movie to come out. That Smog's been flying around that whole entire time above the city. <laughs> he got lost. Like a year. <laughs> he got lost. He got lost and flew around for a year before he found that fucker. Then he's like, oh, oh, there's the city. Oh, it's right like... by my mountain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, you can see my house from here. <laughs> but that that was my only complaint was they shouldn't they shouldn't have cut that at the end of the last movie. They should have just gone ahead and done, you know, small smile burning Lake Town. Yeah, you know. So the first ten minutes of this film, you think they should have just went ahead and done at the end of the last, at one. the end of the second. One. Yeah, I say I actually haven't seen either of the Hobbit films or the third one. So yeah, uh, get the, the fuck out of here. The, <laughs> <laughs> it just it felt to me like they took a one year commercial break in between movies. You know, it's like it's like right in the middle of this fight, we're gonna go. Well. We'll see y'all next year. In a normal situation, if you're watching television, they took a year-long commercial break. Would you watch the whole time waiting for your show to come back on? No. <laughs> no, but this is different, you know. And you know, it, it really is. It's an excellent movie. So you definitely recommend people check out the Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. I had. I, I thought I, it's as good as every other Hobbit movie that's been made. Awesome you know, movies involving hobbits that aren't pornography. <laughs> oh 
jeez. Because I'm sure those are out there. There's some I want to talk about uh, re- regarding television uh, is the CW shows Fla- The Flash and Arrow. And the reason I'm wanting to talk about this is because, the, you know, Flash is fairly new. It's in its first season. But Arrow is in its third season. And I just started watching this show this year. Yeah. Like right before the third season started airing, I started getting into this show. And now I guarantee that there's a lot of people out there like me who did not want to watch this, who don't, who still don't want to watch the show simply because it's on the CW. Yeah. And that used to be the WB. And, you know, you associate that with stuff like Dawson's Creek and crap like that. And their shows, a lot of times, are kind of corny, you know, a little cheesy, you know? Yeah. So, one day, I watched the first episode of Arrow on Netflix, right? And I was like, okay, it's alright. And I still didn't watch it. It was like two months later, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to try to watch that show again. So, I picked it back up the second episode, and then I got hooked. Yeah. And, like, people should give these shows a chance, because, like, surprisingly, the Arrow's kind of dark a little bit, you know? It is. Surprisingly dark. There's torture and murder. There's a lot of torture, murder, and death in this. There really is. The flashbacks of what happened to Oliver Queen on the island. And I was just going to say that, yeah. I love, in the first season, is almost like this huge epic origin story of, yeah. of the character, the and, Arrow. And, you know, that that actually continues all the way through the second season. Right. So I haven't watched anything from the third season, because I just, I, I wait till it hits Netflix. I have been watching the third season, and they recently, this is another thing I wanted to bring up about, another reason why this show is so enjoyable as a comic book-based show, uh... They did recently did a crossover event with Arrow and the Flash, and I'm not going to give any spoilers or anything like that away. But you know, this isn't the first time that the Flash or the Arrow have been in each other's shows. But they did like this big event, you know. Yeah. But like even in season two of Arrow, it actually shows the origin story kind of of the Flash, and then you know by the time season threes roll around of the Arrow, Flash season one starts, and it picks up where that kind of where that episode leaves off with. Uh, Barry Allen, right? That's his name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, there's just cool stuff that happens. Like, you'll see The Flash show up in an episode of Arrow and, like, whoop a bad guy's ass. And, like, it's playing the Flash theme song from his show in the Arrow. And, like, it brings these two tones because the Arrow's darker and the Flash show's a little more lighthearted. And when the, yeah. it blends those two tones together in, in an episode of the show, they, it works really well. And, like, the CW is trying to do a third uh, DC-based show to bring in another character into that whole universe that they're building. I, I hope they keep going with it, because I think it's really cool. Yeah, I think I think, I think think that what they've done there is brilliant, especially where you're having actually well-written crossovers instead of just, like, a, a cameo appearance in, a, you know, in one another show. Yeah, and it's really cool. Like it was written as a crossover, because I've heard people at work talk about it already. So Right. But yeah, uh, I think I think that what they're doing there is brilliant, and and what I'm hearing on the third show is Supergirl, maybe. Well, no, Supergirl's going to CBS. Okay, that's confirmed. Right. Now I heard a rumor that they might be doing the Adam on the CW, that would be which cool. would make sense because that character's being introduced in season three of Arrow. Okay, that would be cool. So, I mean, that's pretty much all I want to say. All I want to say and, is that if you hate the CW, I totally get that. But if you if you haven't given this show a chance, get on Netflix, give it a chance. It's worth a watch. Oh yeah, the the end of the first season was devastating. You oh know, yeah, uh, on 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 the arrow. It's like I did not expect anything that happened at the end of the first season. It's like 
it was dark. You know, the bad guy kind of won. Yeah. <laughs> The, the the portrayal of Deathstroke it, or Slade Wilson Deathstroke yeah. in this show is awesome, and same to do with lots of the characters like yeah. uh, Deadshot. Deadshot's awesome. I mean, there's cool that, stuff. In the Suicide Squads in this show. There's even Harley Quinn references for those yeah, Harley Quinn fans I, out there. I, and honestly, I'll come straight out and say it's like you know I don't have a problem with Will Smith being cast as Deadshot in the Suicide Squad movie, but they really robbed this guy that's playing Floyd Lawton. Oh yeah, because he is awesome. He is playing that character. Like I kind of see the character as this guy now. Yeah, same here. It's it's sweet. It is a killer. So I mean, that's pretty much all I got to say about Flash and Arrow. Give it a shot. It's 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 worth your time if you're into comic book shows or comic books at all. It's really cool. I really like it. Eric, do you have any more movie or TV news? Yeah, I have a few more TV things. Do you have? Do you here? I'll, I'll I'll start out with this. Uh, Outcast, for those not familiar, it's a really good comic book series that uh, debuted this year and is up to, uh, as we speak, six issues. Mm-mm-mm! I love those six issues. It's uh, created and uh, written by Robert Kirkman. And for those <laughs> not familiar with Robert Kirkman, somehow uh, he's what Walking Dead, Invincible, Thief of Thieves also writes. Yeah. I think some of the Walking Dead TV show. Walking Dead TV show? But uh, yeah. I've never um, heard of that. Cool! <laughs> anyway, coral! I love the coral memes. <laughs> Instead of being about uh, zombies, Outcast focuses more on demonic possession. Uh, I think you read it, right, Jamie? Yeah. So, uh, and it, there, there was up in the air. It, it was picked up for a show way before the first issue even came out, and then it kind of died down. But they actually have a cast, and they have a director. Yeah, we were talking about that the other night. Yes. You told me that, and I hadn't heard anything about that. Really? Like, this, the series, and it, it, it gives me hope. The series is being directed by Adam Wingard. And who's that? Who the hell is that guy? Okay, Adam Wingard uh, actually directed one of my favorite movies from last year. He's mainly known like the horror genre. He did uh, You're Next. Okay, I've and heard he also, that too. I haven't seen it. He did segments in VHS and in VHS too, and then he did a big movie this year called The Guest, which right. I really enjoyed. Um, so it does give me some hope for the show. So. Okay, that's any cool cast members. Uh, I think his name's Patrick Fugit. I'm not familiar. He is the lead, and then I think they've only announced maybe one more person. So, okay. Um, but uh, while you're talking about Outcast and Robert Kirkman and all that, I just want to throw out real quick. <coughs> I did read that uh, the, the the they're you know they're doing a spinoff show of The mm-hmm. Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, I don't know the actress's name off the top of my head, but one of the the leads in that show is actually going to be played by the. The woman who was the lead in Gone Girl. So. Oh wow, nice. That's pretty cool. Was her name Rosamund Pike? Uh, Rosamund Pike. Yeah. Rosamund Pike. Okay, yeah. She is hot, but she was crazy as hell. Very attractive lady. Yeah. Um, I also have, which is my most anticipated show for next year, other than perhaps the season two of True Detective. Is Better Call Saul, the Breaking Bad spin. Oh, I mean, who, who doesn't want to watch this after? Show? Uh, after, like, months of little bitty, like, five and six second little snippets, AMC finally released a trailer, but it's only, like, 35 seconds. But there's still a lot of ground it covers in these 35 seconds. And they've also released a premiere date. Uh, you get two episodes the first week. Uh, Sunday, February 8th at 10 p.m., and then Monday, February the 9th at 10 p.m. And then after that, the show's going to come on Monday nights. So... Interesting. Gives you something to look forward to Monday. And it's already <laughs> been picked up for a second season. So Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, the, the other things that I wanted to mention is uh, 
the Netflix series, the Marvel Netflix series, uh, they've uh, they've cast uh, Luke Cage. Uh, they've cast Luke Cage finally. Yes, uh, the guy the guy that they've cast his name is Mike Coulter, and he's going to first appear uh, in uh, AKA Jessica Jones in 2015. Nice. So I think I think it's really cool that they finally cast it, and we're starting to see some more action on Daredevil because you know it's. It's been all this time since they announced the series, and nobody had really seen anything. And now, now it's starting to start to roll. A little I bit. can't wait for those series. I can't either. Netflix original series haven't let me down so far. So no, the fact that Marvel I, I, Studios and Netflix have teamed up yeah. on this, I love. And then, uh, and you know, I mean, I, I'm I'm really fond of binge watching. Like I, you know, I want to sit down and watch ten episodes of something back to back. Oh yeah, I mean, it's the best way to jump into yeah. something, really. You know, maybe it's not the healthiest thing. Okay, I get it. That may be a pretty good casting for for them for Luke Cage, but. Why wouldn't they got Terry Crews or tried Terry Crews? Because that was who I like when they when they first said well, I was like they need Terry Crews. Like, wait, sorry guys, who's Terry Crews? Is this Tom Cruise's brother? No, no. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, honestly, I think though, with looking at the way they're casting this, I'm I'm thinking that we're going to be seeing these characters real early in their career, so they would have been uh, Terry Crews. I'm sorry, I like you, man. You would have been too old for the role if they're going to cast them as as young. You know, I mean, this would younger years. Did you want Harrison Ford as Daredevil? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I do Sean like, Connery. I do like uh, Kristen Ritter for Jessica Jones. Yeah. Is that who they got? Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, so. I enjoyed her. She was on Breaking Bad there for a while, wasn't she? Season two. Yeah. yeah. She played old Jane. Yeah. Junkie Jane. Junkie Jane. Jane. Uh, Marvel is still talking about. Uh, there's still rumors circulating about Marvel uh, having regained control of the Spider-Man franchise, and the rumors are now also stating that they've they've put uh, an actor named Logan Lerman, Lerman, L-E-R-M-A-N. I don't know for sure how you would pronounce that, but um, you sure it's not Logan Howlett? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think they're going to cast the Wolverine in, in the role of Peter Parker. <laughs> but that's who they're. That's who is is the, the rumors are saying is the front runner to play Peter Parker right now. Well, that's interesting. That's cool. Again, zero confirmation. Right. Well, These are said, rumors. You said Logan Lerman. Yeah. Okay, I'm only familiar with him in one movie. What? He was in the Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, was he? Yes. He was, was a popular the movie. Was he the Wallflower? Was he the wallflower you know, that was a pretty good movie. It it, it was kind of sad, but. It's a pretty good movie. I just wanted it to be about that Jacob Dylan band, The Wallflowers, and I was disappointed <laughs> when I watched it because I thought it was going to be about that. I was like, where's one headlight? When's that going to play? <laughs> they should have done that during the credits. Yeah, they should have. They should and have. And the last page, I think the last piece of movie news that I've got and TV news is Paramount uh, has kind of shaken things up in Star Trek. They've decided to replace uh, Robert Orkey. On, as uh, in Star Trek Three, he's the he's the uh, screenwriter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has been replaced, and they have announced that Justin Lin, who directed, who directed the Fast and the Furious Six, will be directing Star Trek Three, oh, and have that. announced a release date for the movie, which is July eighth of twenty sixteen. So be on the lookout for that. All right. And well, there's also rumored that uh, there's going to be a Star Wars spinoff, and I and I've seen a few sources talking about this. There's a Star Wars spinoff that claim that is going to focus on a young Han Solo. A young Han Solo. And the pick for that is Aaron Paul, which is Jesse Pinkman. If you're also yeah, interesting. Is this a rumor or is this a fact? Dude, there's a lot of sources talking about it. So well, they recent. I just read an article the other day that's actually legit that. Uh, 
I, I don't know if I'm calling this the right thing, but they're doing like a stage reading. Yeah, and he's where Luke he's being Luke Skywalker. Right yeah, so I don't know, but weird. We'll figure out as that comes. Well, so. before we switch off of movies and move on to our next thing, I want Aaron to talk to you guys about the giveaway that we're doing this week because it is movie related. Okay. Yeah. My uh, I discussed in episode one that at some point I would talk about my movie of the year, and it is Kevin Smith's Tusk. Woo! It's a good one. Um, <laughs> I saw this in the movie theater, of course. I drove to Asheville and saw it. Um, a lot of people complained. A lot of people hated it. A lot of people loved it. And, I loved it. And I think most of the complaining is that, like, you, you, you had this what starts out to be this really creepy movie, right? Like, a really perfect horror movie. And then... Maybe halfway through, there's this huge cameo, and I, I'm almost spoiling it, but there's this huge cameo, and it kind of changes paces up a little bit, and a lot of people didn't like it from there on out. To me, I thought it made, it added more humor, and I thought it made the movie, like, even more crazy. I mean, it's a classic to me, already. Yeah, and... and it's so and the, ridiculous uh, that it's amazing. This was the one that, this was the one where they basically plotted the entire movie on an episode of Kevin Smith's podcast. That's right. Yeah, there was a... Like, it was like him and Jason Mewes and somebody else were just sitting around bullshitting about an idea. What it was was, there was a, uh, over in the UK, they have Gumtree, which is like a Craigslist. Yeah. And there was a guy that pretty much posted that he had this mansion and he had lived this glorious life and uh, he had he had been to, like on this island this deserted island for years and he made this connection with this walrus that he had never found in like any other human being blah 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 and uh, pretty much he was offering you a, a room and his whole mansion right you could do whatever you want but the catch was once a day you had to uh, wear this this realistic walrus suit that he had made, and for two hours you had to be a walrus. Like he would like throw like raw fish. You couldn't speak English. You had to make like walrus noises. Blah blah. So they pretty much during the podcast he was reading that and he you know just went crazy and designed this huge horror movie. So uh, anyway, that that ended I, up being man, I've heard of way weirder shit than that on yeah. Craigslist. I've seen yeah. weirder shit than that on Craigslist. Like that. Like that guy thing where that guy wants people to J.O. into a tornado. Yeah, a tornado. But anyway, the giveaway. The giveaway. Sorry, yes. Yeah, I'm giving away <laughs> three copies of Tusk. That's three copies. And the winners will be announced next week. And uh, unlike the first giveaway, which was, which was you know, through Facebook and stuff, which this will be through Facebook and Instagram, you have to answer a trivia question. And it's not the hardest, and it may not be the easiest, but... Google. Google will be your friend. I don't care. And it is not the first person who answers correctly. If you answer it correctly and do some few things, your name will be in a drawing. Then we draw. Right. The question. <coughs> Let me set up a little more. The movie's called Tusk. The whole movie I waited. And I was like, I wonder if Kevin Smith is going to use the Fleetwood Mac song Tusk. I waited and waited <coughs> and waited. And finally, there's this memorable moment in the movie where it happens. And it's memorable. And it is memorable. And to this day, I can't not hear Fleetwood Mac without going to this this scene in this movie. So my question is, in 1979, Fleetwood Mac released their album Tusk. On the title track of that album, the song Tusk, they teamed up with another band. Name that band. Name that band. So, uh, so all I have to do is answer that question, and then... Yeah, on Facebook, you have to like and share... Uh, a little like a uh, uh, flyer that we made. So there'll be a little flyer. You like the status, or are you, no? I'm sorry, you don't like the status. 
you like our Facebook page, you share the, the post, you comment on the original post with the answer, with the answer to the question. To the question. And on and Facebook, on Facebook, you'll or not uh, on Instagram. You can also just, enter the contest on Instagram. You'll just like regram the picture. Regram the picture. Answer the question. Answer the question. And hashtag giant size. Man hashtag things. giant size man things. Do either of the things or both, and you'll be entered into winning one of the copies of Tusk that we're giving away on giant size man things. Now we're going to take a little break right now, and we're going to leave you with a few words from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Come on down to Mid-City Grill, open Tuesday and Wednesday from 5 p.m. to 4 a.m. Open Thursday through Saturday from 5 p.m. to 5 a.m., serving delicious foods all night long. Thursday nights are college nights, and you can get 10% off on dine-ins only. We deliver all night long. Oh, yeah. Come on down to Mid-City Grill, only in Johnson City, Tennessee. crazy because uh this pretty much started in mid-city i mean what we're doing now we would do for hours every weekend in mid-city yeah, and just uh, we were finally like shit maybe we record this people might want to actually listen to us so without mid-city grill this wouldn't have happened that's and true actually like you were telling me earlier we've had a hell of a lot of listens and likes over the last few days we so, have christmas yeah christmas went crazy yeah we uh, had nearly 200 listens on christmas yeah i don't I mean, thank you guys. I don't know if you yeah, guys are sitting at like a, a table with your family. Like, <laughs> let's, let's see what this podcast is all about. <laughs> if you were sitting at a table with your family, I apologize for everything that I said. <laughs> I don't think, though, from last week, I don't think we had any word from whoever is in Qatar. No, they never heard anything. They listened to the episode. They listened to the episode, but they didn't. They're ashamed. They didn't write <laughs> we call them out and they're ashamed. Maybe it is like some military person they're not allowed to or something. I mean, they're not. I mean, it's Who against knows. the rules for them to be contacting us. Who knows? Uh, yeah. <laughs> nah, well, what, what There's like some secret agent guy listening to us or something, you know? Yeah. Some CIA, like, double agent. <laughs> I think our I think our double agent would probably be more like Archer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Alrighty. Um, so uh, I. Uh, this is kind of random, but I bought, I wanted, I was, I was like redoing my house the other day, like rearranging some stuff and I have all this change and I was like, I need to get a bank to put it in. So I bought, I wanted, you know, I'm sure you've seen the, all the different like comic book character and Star Wars related like vinyl piggy banks that they make. So I bought a, I wanted a big one so I could put lots of change in it. So I bought the one of the Infinity Gauntlet, which is pretty big. 
And it's really cool looking, except for there's one strange thing about it. It's the wrong hand. Like, yes. it's supposed to be on the left hand, and it's a right hand. So that's kind of interesting. I, I wonder... We're sitting here right now discussing this with a giant yellow fist in between us. <laughs> That's right. And I was a little, I was a little off put by that when I first walked into the room. <laughs> didn't, didn't really know what was going to go down in here tonight, but I'm glad it was for the money. Well, yeah, it's for all for the money. I, uh... <laughs> but yeah, it's on the wrong hand. <laughs> oh well, it is bitching. I wonder if it's something that they'll fix. Let's take pictures of that too. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, for people listening that may be curious. As, like, if you're in our area, uh, some shops to go to. Yes. Or comic books. Comic and book stuff. shops. And we're based in Johnson City, Tennessee, part of the Tri Cities. I, uh, I personally, for years, I've gone to Dwayne's World on Kingsport. And Dwayne is a super nice guy for the longest time. And I, and I, I mean, like, when I first started going, I always thought he looked like Frank Miller, so I was a little scared of the guy. <laughs> but. <laughs> Dwayne and Cameron, who is the two people that pretty much work there, uh, they're the nicest people in the world. They will help you with anything. And aside from comics, there's a lot of collectibles. For instance, there is. Steve purchased this uh, piggy bank he was just talking about there. There's yes, a lot of statues, a great selection of statues. Great selection of statues. A lot uh, of figures there. And there's a gaming uh, room. Um, you That's know, cool. For people that, that do games. If um, you want to play Warhammer, then you go to Dwayne's. And you can be like me. You can go there. Uh, pick up your weekly subscriptions and get a canned cream soda. It's a tradition I do. Uh, every time I go, I get a can of cream so soda. So if I'm you like, go oh, there, wow. tell, them, tell them that Aaron Kelly sent you. Everyone who wants to know where Aaron almost just fell out of his chair. But uh, So go to Dwayne's, tell them Aaron Kelly sent you, and uh, get a cream soda. Like get a cream soda. Next, uh, I'm, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to make a special trip over there and be like, Aaron told me to get the cream. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, all right, buddy. Uh, you know, Steve, Steve, where do you buy your stuff at? Um, I kind of shop everywhere, believe it or not. I I shop a lot at Mountain Empire Comics, which I want to let you talk a bit more about that. Okay. So, um, I, I, I shop at Atomic Comics. Um, the guy who runs that, Sean, I think is his name. Sean. Isn't that right? Yeah. Sean. This guy, uh, he's he's pretty helpful. He'll order you almost anything that you want. Yeah. Like, you go and ask him for something, he'll order it for you right then. Uh He's got a huge selection of stuff in his store, like tons of back issues. He even had, like for a while, I was on a kick where I was going for old Warren Vampirella issues. He's got those in there. even, And those are, I don't see those around a lot, honestly. But he has all kinds of stuff in his store. It's a huge store. Uh, he, um, he'll order you about anything you want. Uh, this, he, 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 the guy has a pretty good memory. He, uh... I'd not. I've never even realized that I had met the guy before. But when I went in there to get a copy of Roche Limit, he uh, he looked me up on Facebook to let me know when the, my book would come in, and he was like, "Oh, I remember you." And he started talking to me about stuff from like ten years ago, and I was like, yeah. "Holy shit, yeah, crazy." And uh, I, I sometimes I even randomly go by G Two K Games and pick up comic books. Yeah. That's like a local game store that in this area. There's a, quite a few of them. Who do you use in Asheville? Oh, Asheville. Asheville, there's some good shops. Uh, Comic Envy is a really cool store. It's real similar to a Dwayne's World type of store. And uh, it's got all kinds of cool collectibles and stuff. In fact, every time I I can't find something down here, I'll randomly go to Comic Envy and I usually be able to find it and pick it up. Another good store in Asheville is Pastimes. Uh, You can check that place out. It's on Merriman Avenue. It, uh... 
It's been in Asheville for. I used to go to Pastimes when I was a little kid living in Asheville. I'm talking about like when I was like 12 years old, I was going to this store. It was at a different location, but still owned by the same guy. Uh, they got a lot of cool stuff in there, a lot of cool collectibles, awesome comic books. They, uh, uh, they, they, I, they, they bag and board, <clears throat> or at least not board, they bag all of their new comic books when they come out, so they're already in a bag when you get them. Uh, that's a good store to go to. And then if you're over in the Candler side of Asheville, there's another shop there I go to sometimes called Hero Hunters. <clears throat> and it's like a real small place, but it's great to go to because if you're like, like say maybe there's a number one or a number two of something that just came out and you can't find it anywhere, this guy's going to have it because not a lot of people go in this store. I went in there and found a Copperhead first printing like three weeks ago and they had like three of them and you don't see that laying around anywhere. That's cool. So I got that there. I got a couple other things there too, but like that's a really cool shop to run and check for stuff you're looking for. And, uh, and I'm a, I'm going to let Jimmy talk about mountain empire for a minute. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I like what you're saying there about the store, the store that you shopped in when you were a kid. Cause that's how I am with mountain empire. When I started collecting comics when I was 13, you know, before I was even in high school, that's the comic shop that I went to, and so you know I've just kind of been in and out over the years. As I, you know, sometimes you have to quit collecting, but I've I've been going on in there, and um, you, you know they have stores. There's a uh, store on North Run Street in Johnson City, uh, Mountain Empire Comics, and then they also have a store over in Bristol. Um, they do the special ordering, just all kinds of. There's every kind of collectible imaginable in there. St- they they have statues, action figures, Hot Wheel cars, movies, DVDs. You name it. There's a little bit of everything in the store, and I think that it's probably got the best selection as far as like independent books. It definitely does of any store in the area. It does. Uh, but yeah, John Johnstone and Remington Ribble that work in there are both both awesome. You know they they uh, they they'll take care of you. And if you have any questions, just go in and ask them. You know it's a it's a great store, and they and they they love to see new people come in. You know, great store. So. Uh, something else I like about Mountain Empire is their auctions. Yeah, they they actually do something that I, that I don't I don't think I've seen any other store. They have they have uh, two walls back in the back in the uh, back issue room that are covered with they put up sets of sets of books and auction them off. And you just, you there's a little slip of paper on the first issue of of each run, and you you can go up and put a bid on it of whatever increment. And sometimes you can get a huge run of comics for just a few dollars. Oh, yeah, I got the Infinity War run for, like, five bucks or something. Yeah, yeah. and, then, you know, I mean, it, and it helps them out because, I mean, they cycle through books, and then, you know, that way they're getting new, newer back issues, you know, newer back issues in, and they don't have stuff just sitting there stagnating for years. My favorite yeah. thing about the auctions is sometimes I'll walk in there and I'll be looking at them, and I'll be like, I've never even heard of this, and now I want to read it. Yeah. So I'll bid on it. Yeah. It's like, what is that? Because it's not, it's... Sometimes it's new stuff. Sometimes it's stuff that's twenty years old. Right. You know, uh, probably one of the biggest auctions he's done recently was he did an entire run of the new, the new Mutants, and he included number eighty-seven, which was the first Cable, and ninety-eight, which was the first Deadpool. In there. New Mutants ninety-eight. And they also have a dice roll. Oh yeah, talk about the dice, the dice, the roll. dice roll's cool too. It's yeah. fun. It's like actually, you you can, when you go in, if you spend twenty dollars, you get a dice roll, and he's got he's got a dice board back there, and there's. You know, like number four through number twenty, or whatever, or twenty-four, um, and you just roll four dice, and whatever you roll, you get the book that corresponds with that number. And you know, some of them are really good books, some of them are not so great books, but they change them constantly. You know, but 
If you like to do that, you can go in and drop a dollar and get a dice roll. Yeah, over and over if you want. Yeah, you can do 10 dice rolls for 10 bucks. And, de- and let me just tell you something right now. If you're a listener from out of town, it might be worth driving down here because you might have a chance to win a copy of Planetary. <laughs> but uh, actually... <laughs> If you don't yeah. know what planetary is, look it up so you can laugh. The number four slot, which would have be rolling four ones, yeah, hard to do. And the number one slot for the longest time, there is a, a '90s X-Men number one CGC nine point eight. So nine. that is actually, you know, it's actually a really. I good. actually, I actually rolled a four number, uh, a number four one time, and got us uh, got an X, uh, the '90s X-Men number one that had the triptych cover, and it's signed by the entire creative team. Oh, oh wow, that's awesome! It's not graded, but it's got a, it's like, it was like a dynamic one of those dynamic forces exclusive, so it's yeah. got the certificate with it and everything. Nice. I, I I always almost every time I roll, no matter what number. I always, always get an Archie comic. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Archie comics. So well, yeah, that's all the sh- that's most of the shops around in our surrounding area that you should definitely check out. A lot of our listeners are in Tennessee, so definitely get out to your local shops and give them the business that they deserve. Yeah, I think we're really lucky in this area that we have so many places because you know I, I, I'm in several collecting groups online and you know I, I see these people that are talking about having to drive an hour and a half one way to get their books or they're having to resort to a mail order to get their books and yeah. you know, that kind of takes some of the fun out of it when you you know when you just walk out to the mailbox and there's your books no yeah, i agree at least you get your books but yeah you know that's part of the fun of the hobby is running into the other people that do it it's like you know i mean we're we're all much closer friends because we have the same interest you know right. and seeing things on a shelf because there's numerous times i go get my weekly pulls and there's a new book out of something. I'll check it on the call. Oh I'll Jesus! Yeah, so, I mean, that's a thing. so many times. I've got comic shop ADD. I go in there and say, "Ooh, what's that? Ooh, what's that?" You know, and you know, sometimes I end up picking that stuff up. Sometimes I will leave it, leave it sit there. And it's know? hard to keep up with everything. You know, you there. It could be anything. You might see a figurine that you're like, "Oh, I gotta have that," or yeah. a statue, or or a poster. I've gotten posters at comic shops before. Yeah. They're this is awesome. Here is just bitching. Yeah, we actually here in the podcast room we have a poster from 1991. It's a door sized poster of Mary Jane from Spider Man. From Spider Man in a bikini with a handwritten note from Mary Jane that says, "Face it, Tiger, you just hit the jackpot." Mary Jane with a kiss with the kiss lipstick marks on it, and we found this at at the comic shop and. Uh, we paid about ten bucks for them. We we looked them up on the internet. They're selling for like fifty, sixty dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's yeah, awesome. And it, I mean, it was unopened. Yeah. Unopened. And Still rolling. I, lo- I love to see that. And, and the thing the thing that kills me is it it, it, it looks like. Sports Illustrated. Yeah. yeah. And that was kind of their shtick with that character for a long time was, you know, she was a, she was a model. Right. You can actually see her ribs. Like, this is a pretty detailed... That's how you know it's from the 90s. Oh, yeah. It's pro-anorexic. <laughs> That's how you know it's from that, the that 90s. That was painted by Joe Jusco, who is one of the great... Uh, he's one of the great comic painters. You know, he's he's been around for uh, forever. You know... Some of the, you know, he uh, he has actually has his own, had his own school. Uh, both of his kids work in comics, you know, mm-hmm. and they're all fantastically talented. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's uh, let's do the pick of the week. Let's go on to the pick of the week. Picks of the week. Dun, 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 dun. My pick of the week. It's Outcast issue six, and I pretty much ran through what Outcast is about in right. the uh, when I was talking about the show earlier. So. Robert Kirkman. If you haven't been reading Outcast, you should check it out. I think the first trade 
is probably coming out pretty soon. So yeah, I would I would imagine so. Because you cannot find back issues. Uh, well, I don't know. I think it's on its fifth or sixth printing. Last time I saw. So yeah, yeah. But, uh, it's it's getting up there in printings, and that 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 just tells you how well it's selling. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. If they're still printing it, it's still selling. Yeah, I can't yeah. find I can't find the series to get into it unless I start reading the trades. Yeah. Uh, my pick of the week this week is uh, the Mercenary C number eight. Uh, I love this book. I, it's not getting a hell of a lot of attention, but uh, it's it's this kind of two fisted uh, adventure story set between World War One and World War Two. It's about a crew of uh, a crew of a crew of pirates that have stolen a stolen a submarine, and it's just it's it's a great adventure story. And the, I, actually, I think the thing that's that's most interesting to me about it is it's got this very unique art style on the book, and it, it the art reminds me a whole lot of the the old Johnny Quest cartoons from the sixties. It's really clean. They use a lot of just silhouettes in the backgrounds and stuff like that. So you know, you know, you don't have an artist sitting there wasting his time drawing a palm leaf. You know, it's just like boom, there it is. It's done. But great series, really, really overlooked. If you, you know, if you're if you're into that kind of a story, there's you know, there's no superheroes. As far as I know, there's nothing supernatural going on. But it's just a good story. Cool. Uh, my pick of the week. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. Uh, with Christmas and everything, I didn't get to pick up my comics until yesterday, and I haven't read any of them yet. <laughs> so, happens, I decided to make my pick of the week be the Marvel Axis number nine. I haven't read it yet, <laughs> even though it's going to be my pick of the week, and the reason I'm going and picking it is it is the last book in, uh, the Marvel Axis event. Uh, it was nine issues long. I've read all the other ones, so I've had a lot of fun with this series, you know, with the inversion and the good yeah. guys turning bad and the bad guys turning good and all that. It's just been a fun read, so I'm just going to go ahead and throw it to my pick of the week. Awesome, awesome. I'm, I'm really bummed that you haven't read it yet because I had a discussion earlier and I know who, who was left inverted already. Ooh, I'm, I'm going to read it here <laughs> to, tomorrow probably. So, uh, yeah, I really wanted to see how you felt about that because it, one of the characters really surprised me. Interesting. Like, I did not see this coming at all. The other one, man, I, you know, I don't really care, but there there was one of the characters like, hmm, really? <laughs> Interesting. Now i got to read it even more. So. Well, that's pretty much, that's pretty much the picks of the week. All right. Uh, we've already talked about pretty much all the comic book news. The only piece, the only piece of uh, comic book news that I've got left isn't really... Comic book related. Uh, Wait, it's Stanley's birthday. It is Stanley's uh, birthday. I forgot. He's. It won't be Stanley's birthday probably when you listen to this unless you hit catch it tonight. Because we usually release it like right at the end of the night when we record it. But at the recording of the show, it was Stanley's birthday, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Just Happy worth birthday. mentioning. Happy birthday, Stanley. Stanley. Yeah. I don't remember it. He ninety two or ninety four. Uh, I saw him. He's ninety three. I might be wrong about that. So what were you saying? Uh, yeah, uh, what I was saying earlier was uh, uh, heard some news uh, earlier this week. Uh, a, you know, one of the legendary Batman artists from the '90s, uh, Norm Brayfogle, He worked on Batman, Batman, and I believe he worked on Detective for a little while too. Uh, had apparently had a stroke sometime last week, uh, and has uh, been pretty well completely paralyzed on his left side. And he is a left-handed artist. Oh, wow. And the field, you know, just this field that they work in, they don't have any insurance, 
you know, there's no health insurance available to him, so you, you know the, the, he's, his family's kind of struggling right now. But the uh, they they have set up a uh, they've set up like kind of a, like a crowdfunding site, so you can make donations and you know maybe support him because there's a possibility that he, you know, being a stroke, he may he may get the use of his left side back, but if not, he's retired effectively immediately. So mm. you know, it's a shame. Guys, pray. Pray for this dude. He's, All he's right. We'll try guy. to throw up a link to that crowdfunding yes. site on yeah. our yeah. Facebook or something. Awesome. Uh, one last thing I wanted to talk about before we end the show, and, and I meant to talk about this last time. It's kind of random. Um, I uh, randomly found on the internet this, I downloaded this fan-made game called Marvel First Alliance 2. And it's just pretty much like this fan-made, really well-done, like old-school style, like 16-bit arcade-style beat-em-up with pretty much every Marvel character that you love. Is it a side-scroller? It's a side-scroller. Okay. And it, 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 you can rig it up to use the controller. Four people can play it together. Oh, that's totally fan made. This is the one you were showing me that was kind of like the old Captain America and the Avengers we talked about. Yeah, yeah. there's a remake of that game. When you, Once you beat the game that they made, I'm pretty sure... Uh, there's a remake of the Captain America Avengers game. There's a remake of X-Men Mutant Apocalypse, Spider-Man Maximum Carnage, and something else. I can't remember what it is, but it's definitely worth a download. It's a small file, and it's just fun. I definitely recommend looking it up, checking it out. There's two of them, Marvel First Alliance and then Marvel First Alliance 2. I recommend downloading the number two. The only difference is... It's like the first game, but it has all those remakes tagged into it that I just mentioned. So yeah, check it out if you're into like fan-made PC games and stuff. They're really well done. Definitely check that out. Um, to, to wrap things up, let's just uh, want to mention the Tusk giveaway again. Don't forget what we mentioned earlier. If you want to enter that giveaway and win one of the three copies of Tusk we're giving away, you can like our Facebook page and share the posts we put on Facebook and comment the answer to the trivia question in the original posting on Instagram. You can regram the picture. Hashtag giant size man things with your answer to the trivia question. Um, one and, and, and now one last surprise. Then this is going to lead straight into the closing. A couple episodes back, I talked about a comic book called Foreskin Man. Now, Aaron and uh, Jimmy didn't know I was going to do this. I kept it a secret. <laughs> but we're going to close out the show tonight with a song about Foreskin Man that is actually an official song made, I guess, by the people who made Foreskin Man, <laughs> or they hired somebody to make the song or something. It's actually for download on their actual website, but I'm going to play it on the show because on their site, they actually give permission for anyone to broadcast it. So I'm going to leave you with that. It's pretty hilarious and absurd. Alright, you guys, everybody have a good night. Hope you guys enjoy the Portuguese. <laughs> Cut us away, but a girl still needs time.
I found you. 